if hell exists, would you want to be warned? Yeah. You wouldn't want to go there if it's real, would you? How about, would you, would you agree with that, Caleb? Yeah, I agree. So the fray, you know, a lot of people ask us, you know, how do you start conversation? And there's a few ways we do it, but one thing that's come really good is gospel tracks. You sure, know, absolutely. We created this one and it's, it's, it's one of our favorites. It's actually called, uh, what do they have in common? Um, so we'll be out there in the streets. We'll be set up with lights and cameras and people are curious as well before, you know, there, there's nothing that they could tie us to the gospel. Like we're not wearing Jesus shirts or anything like that. And we just start with simple conversation. Like, Hey, what are these people have in common? So talk, talk about the, what's on the front of it. There's, I don't know, maybe what, 25 people in here and it's celebrities, something everybody that has, everybody knows who they are, something we all have in common and they've all passed. Um, every ages, one of them are deceased. From yeah. teenagers to, to dying of, you know, middle age, all these actually have died from fairly young. I guess the oldest one might've been Robin Williams, which was still fairly young. Yeah. Um, and it just creates conversation and we, at the right time, we kind of spin it into a spiritual, um, question as if, you know, what are they doing now? Or what do you think they're doing now? Or what happens when you die? And it just creates conversation. And we have multiple other gospel tracks, but this seems to be one of our favorites. What we're going to do is we're going to watch a clip and, um, this is the fray where we're out in the, as Don would say, the thick of it. Y'all know what the fray is. The fray's going out there and getting in the in the thick of it. Yeah, <laughs> into the thick of it. Um, yeah. Here's a video we got. Yeah, before, before, real quick before we watch that, just uh, we use that track to start this conversation yes. just so that people understand. What do they have in common? Obviously, they're famous. You know who they are. But what else? They're all dead. Isn't that crazy? Kobe, what, what did you what did you think when uh, Kobe Bryant passed? What was your thoughts? Um, when he passed, I was just really sad because it was just shocking. You, know? you were shocked by his death. Yeah. How about you, as a guy? Same. Shocked by his death? It was like unexpected. Unexpected. How about you mentioned Cameron Boyce on there? How, how old is he? How old was he? Like uh, I don't remember. I know he was young. Maybe nineteen, twenty. He was 20. Do you, do you remember how he died? Didn't he have a seizure? In his sleep, right, at night. Isn't that crazy? So here's a million-dollar question. All right, I'm going to ask you a million-dollar, a billion-dollar, and then a trillion-dollar question, okay? Here's a million-dollar question. What do you think they're doing now? Who? The people on that card. <laughs> um, chilling somewhere. Chilling somewhere. Okay, so there's like an afterlife somewhere, you think? Somewhere, yeah, or there. Yeah, I think so. Okay, how about you? What do you think? Yeah, I think they're chilling somewhere, probably in heaven. In heaven? Okay, so do you believe in an afterlife? Yeah, to a certain extent. Okay, how about you, Hezekiah? Yeah. All right, so when you say you believe in an afterlife, you you mentioned heaven. So is there an opposite place, like hell as well, you think? Yeah. How about you? Kind of, sort of. Kind of, maybe? You're not sure? Not sure. So if hell exists, would you want to be warned? Yeah. You wouldn't want to go there if it's real, would you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about would you would you agree with that, Caleb? Yeah, I agree. Okay. So here here's a here's a billion dollar question. I ask you a million dollar question. All right. I'm gonna ask you the billion dollar question. If you if something like that were to happen to you, something tragic, like Kobe Bryant, he had a daughter with him, right? How old was she? Do you remember? Gigi? I think she was like a teenager, like thirteen. Thirteen. How old are you? Uh seventeen. Seventeen. How old are you? Seventeen. So 13 years old, she died four years. She was 13 when she passed. Four years before you guys, 
you know, she hasn't seen 17, right? So if something crazy scary like that were to happen and you're standing before God, why would he let you into heaven? What do you think? Mm. That's the billion dollar question. I feel like everyone has a time. So you say, I'm going to let you in because you have a time. Why would he let you into heaven? I'm not sure. I don't, I don't, I don't. You'd want to go to heaven though, right? Or how about why would he let you, or why would he allow you into heaven and, 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 and so you wouldn't go to hell, the other place? Why would, what would it cause you to avoid hell? Let me ask you that question. Um, I feel like the things you do in your life depends. Maybe. Okay. How about you? Yeah, I feel like it depends like on your morals and just how you act. How you act? Okay, okay. All right, so do you guys consider yourself to be a good person for the most part? People? Good people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What makes you a good person? What do you think? Uh, just, I don't know, just having good morals, just not doing bad things to people. Okay. okay, so do good people go to heaven then? I've, maybe not all good people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, here's a good person test. You guys ready? All right. Caleb, how many lies have you told in your life? Probably over a thousand. Okay, how about you, Hezekiah? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> so what do, what do they call people who tell lies? What do they call them? Liars? Sinners? Specifically. I think uh, Hezekiah got it, right? Would you agree? Yeah. Liars? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever stolen anything regardless of the value? Stolen something regardless. Big or small, doesn't matter. Yes. Okay, so have I. How about you? Yeah. Okay. This is what nailed me to the wall, all right? Now, I've, I've lied and I've stolen, okay? But this one really got me. Jesus said, you've heard of old, you should not commit adultery, right? Get married and cheat on your spouse. He said, but if you look upon a woman to lust after her, you've committed adultery with her in your heart. You understand that word, lust, right? Have you ever looked with lust? Yeah. So have I. How about you, my man? Yeah. So listen, I'm not judging you, all right? But uh, by your own admission, you just admit it, that you're lying, thieves, and adulterers at heart, <laughs> and you got to stand before a holy God on judgment day. Would you be innocent or guilty? I still think I'd be innocent for the most part. Okay. Why do you why would you say that? Because you just admitted to lying, stealing. How would you be innocent if you're if you've admitted to lying and stealing? How would you be innocent? Because I feel like I've done more good things than bad things. So I feel like the good outweighs the the bad. Okay. So have you do you drive? Have you ever gotten a speeding ticket? Uh, never, huh? You never got caught, have you? No, I've never gotten caught. <laughs> But try that up when you get pulled over, right? And you say, hey, yes, officer, I was speeding, but I've done a lot of good things. Will you just overlook my speeding ticket? That might work, but chances are it's not going to, right, right? So when you're getting judged, you're not getting judged by the good things you do. You're getting judged by the bad things. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. So you'd actually be guilty because, you know, you, you, you the, the commandment says you should not lie. And what do you say? What do you do? You lie. So you break that one. You're guilty of that, right? Does that make sense? So being guilty... Would that be heaven or hell? What do you think? Hell. Both. What do you think? Yeah, I'd probably say hell. Now, if that's true, if that's true, big IF, capital I, capital F, if that's true, and you have something tragic happen to you like someone on those, on those pictures, you find yourself standing before God, guilty before him, and he would send you to hell because of the, the crimes that you've committed against heaven. Does that concern you that if you were to die today that you'd end up in hell at all? 
Yeah. Yeah, that would concern me. It should concern you. How about you, Hezekiah? Yeah. Does it make sense what I'm saying, though, right? He just doesn't send people there just because it's because we've done something wrong. Like the scripture tells us, all liars will have their part in the lake of fire. No thief or adulterer will inherit the kingdom of God. Now, I have a problem with that because I'm guilty too. I've lied, I've stolen, looked with lust, all kinds of craziness. But here's the billion dollar or a trillion dollar question. I told you I was going to ask you a million dollar, a billion dollar, and a trillion dollar. You see, God is rich in mercy and he doesn't want you guys to go to hell. Do you have any idea what he did so that you wouldn't have to go there? Have any idea at all? Didn't he die like on the cross? Is that what he did? Yeah, Jesus. Do you understand that? Yeah. Okay, how about you? What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what God you don't know what God did so that you wouldn't have to go to hell. Yeah, that, but it's just like I feel like a lot goes to it. It's a lot more to it than that. Well, you're 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 probably you've probably heard that, but I'm trying to get you to really connect this, right? Let's see, you and I have broken God's law, the Ten Commandments. That's the, considered the moral law. And when we break a law, there's a fine to pay, right? And we didn't just break any law. We broke divine law. So do you have a brother or sister? So if you slapped your sister, you'd get in trouble, wouldn't you? Your mama? Depends. <laughs> you know, how about you? Yes. You're going to get in trouble, right? Now, if you slap the teacher, would you get in a little bit more trouble? Yes. Yeah, does that make sense? How about if you slap the cop? You're going to get a little bit more trouble, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. How about uh, a judge? If you walk up and, and backhand a judge like you would your little sister or big sister or whatever, big brother, you're going to get in trouble, right? How about the president? You see how much more trouble you get in, even though it's the same offense. You see, when we lie, we don't lie against each other. We lie. We break a, a law against heaven. Does that make sense? So he's got to punish you. But he doesn't want to. So he demonstrated his love. And this is, the mo- this is the motive of why he did it. He loves you. He created you for himself. And he demonstrated. This is how, you know, how you give somebody flowers. You say, hey, I love you. I'm, I care for you. This is how he did it. He demonstrated his love that while you were a sinner, while you've broken God's laws, Jesus paid the fine on the cross so that you can go free. Now, you can go free not because you're innocent. You go free because somebody else paid your fine. Does that make sense? Like if you owed $100,000 and I pay you $100,000 on your behalf because you're a guilty drug dealer, you get to walk because that was the penalty, right? But if I pay it, you get to go free. Now, how would you feel if I paid, if that was a situation and I paid your fine for you? How would you feel? Yeah, I feel good. Would you go sell drugs again, knowing that somebody got you off the hook like that? I mean, it'd be tempting, but... Tempting, but you wouldn't want to, right? Your heart would say, let me honor that guy for doing that, right? Yeah. That's exactly what God did for you guys. So here is the trillion dollar, I said billion, trillion, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know where I'm at. Does it make sense what I'm saying? So we could all die at any moment. And this is why we're out here. That, sign, that, that picture right there is evidence of, of your, this could happen at any moment, at any stage of life. No matter how much money you have, how famous you are, it's going to happen. And then you're going to stand before God on Judgment Day to give an account of your life. So the only thing that we can do to be saved from hell is to put our trust in Christ that he died for us on the cross and that God raised him from the dead on the third day and then believe that the same, the same way you'd put your trust in a parachute when jumping out of an airplane. Now, Hezekiah, would you jump out of an airplane without a parachute? 
Um, <laughs> if I was skilled to do it, I would. Okay. Not, like, <laughs> randomly, no, I wouldn't. You'd be a skilled suicide jumper. <laughs> you put a parachute on. You have to put a parachute on if you're going to survive. Yeah. Right? Does that make sense? You wouldn't jump out of there without the parachute, no matter how skilled you were, right? So you put your trust in the parachute to save you. The same way you put your trust in Christ. And then live to honor him with your life. Stop lying. Stop stealing. Doing those things that cause them to die. So here's the cabillion, trillion, million, whatever word, whatever number comes after trillion. What number is that? Do you know? <laughs> I don't either. When are you going to put your trust in Jesus once and for all? And then live your life to honor him. When are you going to do that? Because you don't know when, you're, when, you're, when it's your time. Does that make sense? When do you think you'll do that? Caleb? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I can try, but I don't know if I could fully commit because I feel like no matter what, it's just, it's going to be hard to commit to something. I understand that, but you got to think about it at least, right? There's nothing more important than your eternal salvation, man. He committed to you by giving his life for you. And he's always, always asking us for you to do the same. How about you, Hezekiah? I agree with his saying. So when are you going to die? Do you have any idea? How about you? No idea. So why would you hesitate? Why would you wait? You don't want to pay for the fine. You don't want to pay the fine yourself, I'm telling you. Okay? And if your eyes and my eyes meet on Judgment Day, and you haven't put your trust in Christ, you say, I'm just put it off later. And then you see me and you say, Nathan, why didn't you punch me in my throat when we were talking in Galveston? Now I'm going to an eternity of hell. Listen, I don't want that for you. I'm not going to punch you in your throat. You understand what I'm saying? I love you guys. I don't know you. But the reason why we're out here is because God has called us to say, hey, guys, people are living their lives every single day, completely oblivious to the reality that their face can end up on that picture, like on that, just like anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like these guys. And I'd hate that when you stand before God and you don't have Christ. Does that make sense? You guys think about what we're talking about? All right. Thank you so much. The whole ministry is, is based on seek to save the lost. Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. And why would he let you into heaven? And that's the million dollar question. Why will he let me into heaven? I don't think the Bible is real in a different sense than Shakespeare is real. I'm guilty. Heaven or hell? Uh, heaven. Why is that? Because I'm a sinner saved by grace. Uh, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior.